the Sports Voice, Country 103.9 WRBI, welcomes you to exciting coverage of area high school basketball action. Time now for WRBI's Countdown to Tip-Off. Good evening, everyone. We welcome you to Osgood, Indiana tonight for the end of the season rival slash bragging rights game between the Lady Raiders of South Ripley and the Jacksonville Lady Eagles. Tonight's game could also make a difference to the teams in the conference as uh, there are several scenarios we will talk about later on of who could win the conference. It could go all the way to a four-way tie in the conference. Uh, I'm Brian Samples. Joining me for the broadcast tonight, Sports Director WRBI, Mr. Skyler Sigmund, Skyler, good to be working with you. Good to be working with you. First time uh, working with you, Brian, so it's uh, it's always a pleasure. Right now, let's take a minute. We want to go through some of our sponsors. We thank them for everything that they do. Decatur County Memorial Hospital, Garings, Batesville Chrysler Dodge Jeep, Great Plains Communications, Ison's Family Pizza, Bruns Gutswiller, and Margaret Mary Health. We want to thank them for everything that they do. Um, Skyler, as I mentioned there real quick, we have about four minutes before we uh, tip this thing off. Uh, tonight, the winner decide their fate in the conference. You get beat tonight, probably not going to have a shot. There's one way that it could work out still, but uh, as far as the uh, conference goes, you win. You've got a chance to at least get a share in the conference. Um, sectional draw was also this week, so a lot of things going for next week. It's a big week of wrapping up conference play and also getting in to all the uh, sectionals, and Skyler, looking forward to calling those. you got a lot of work ahead of you getting those all planned out. Yes, I do. Yes, certainly. So that's going to be it's going to be the task for the uh, next few days, at least, uh, to get this uh, all sorted out and ready to go and get us ready for sectional play and girls basketball. All right, right now we'll take a second, and I'll go through the uh, South Ripley Lady Raiders. Again, we'll do an abbreviated pregame here. Uh, for South Ripley, they're 12 and 9 on the season, coached by Matt McNew, Denny's fourth year overall with a record of 57 and 39 in those four seasons. The Raiders come into tonight's game winning six of their last eight, which include winning the Edinburgh tourney and finishing runner up in the Ripley County tourney. The win tonight will guarantee the Lady Raiders at least a share of the ORVC championship and possibly the outright title as we, uh, we'll go through some of those scenarios in just a little while. The Lady Raiders are led by senior Caitlin Samples, eight point nine points a game, seven rebounds. Senior Emily Flood, 9.3 points a game. Junior Reese Obendorf, 7.4 points a game. Senior Maya McNew, 3.1 points per game. The junior Lydia Cornett, 6.6 points per game. The Lady Raiders are scoring 42.3 a game and giving up 38.7. They average 16.8 turnovers per game. Right now, we're going to step away. We'll take a quick one-minute timeout, and we'll come back and talk about the Jacksonville Lady Eagles. You're listening to Country 103.9 WRBI. Need a provider who really listens to you? Someone you can trust and know will answer your questions? The family physicians at Decatur County Memorial Hospital promise to listen to your concerns and are committed to giving you the personal attention you deserve. To make an appointment, call 812-222-DOCS or request an appointment online at dcmh.net slash request. Decatur County Memorial Hospital. The quality care you want, close by. A Maytag washer can handle the tough loads with extra power to boost stain fighting on any wash cycle. The built-in water faucet is ready to give clothes a quick rinse or a long soak. 
Plus, the deep fill option delivers more water when you want it. Visit Garings to see how a Maytag laundry pair can help you power through laundry day. Garings and Maytag, 316 North Main, Batesville. Southeastern Indiana's sports voice is Country 103.9 WRBI. We're back here at Jackson Dell High School. Getting ready to shift this thing off. We have just a few minutes here before the uh, National Anthem. We want to talk about the Lady Eagles. They're coached by Scott Smith in his 22nd year. Scott has a record of 396 wins with just 143 losses. Lady Eagles are 11-10 and 10 on the season and come into the game riding a five-game winning streak. Back on December 10th, the Lady Eagles had a stretch where they were 2-6, and six, and seven of those games were on the road, and since then they've won five in a row. They are led by Reagan Hughes, 13 points a game. Julia Meyer at 13 points a game. Olivia Neal, 10 points. Kelsey Borgman, 7.5 points. And Sophia Sullivan at 2.8. Uh, the Eagles are scoring 50.9 points a game while giving up 43 points a game. And they commit 16.1 turnovers a game. Skyler, should be just like a sectional atmosphere for this one tonight. Oh, for sure, for sure. It's going to be a good one and uh, ready for it to begin here uh, momentarily after the national anthem. We'll step away and take a two-minute timeout while they do the National Anthem. And we'll be back for the tip of this one. You're listening to Country 103.9 WRBI. Batesville Chrysler Dodge Jeep is a proud sponsor of local athletics. I'm Michelle Galk, and at Batesville Chrysler, we value this community and the relationships we've built with our customers. As your hometown car dealer, we understand the importance of staying connected to the community. We commend all our student-athletes and their hard work and dedication. That's why we're proud to sponsor local sports coverage so that fans can stay connected no matter where we are. Remember, you can buy a car anywhere, but when you buy at Facebook, Price or Dodge Jeep, we can all work together to support the future of this great community. Cecil from Meissen's Family Pizza here. On Monday, January 23rd and Tuesday, January 24th, we will be closed. We're doing some maintenance, cleaning, and general upgrades to better serve you. We plan on being back open at 10.30 a.m. on Wednesday to serve you. Again, Ison's Family Pizza is closed on Monday the 23rd and Tuesday the 24th. We reopen Wednesday at 10.30 a.m. You rely on your Internet service to stay connected, meet deadlines, bring your family together, work, and learn from home. So don't settle for anything less than the best. Great Plains Communications brings you fast, reliable services delivered by our high-capacity fiber network. Brought to you by a local provider with over a century of experience. Call 877-839-9494 or visit gpcom.com to get your home connected. Speeds and availability may vary by location. Hurt and Elko, your local Lennox dealer, is turning 50. Hi, this is Scott Lamping. Hurt and Elko is a team-oriented company. I want to thank our entire team, past and present, for making Hurt and Elko the leading provider of electrical, plumbing, heating, and cooling in southeastern Indiana. And to all of our customers from the last century, on behalf of all of us here at Hurt and Elko, we appreciate the faith you put in us and will never take it for granted. Hurt and Elko, your local Lennox dealer, celebrating 50 years of excellence. 
George's Pharmacy and Medical Equipment, free delivery and caring for their customers' needs has been their way of business for over 30 years. It's not something new and will always be what George's family values, you and your family. It's easy to switch. Go to georgespharmacy.com and request your transfer or call any of their 10 George's locations. We are here for you. Free delivery before, now, and always. George's Pharmacy and Medical Equipment. Southeastern Indiana's sports voice is Country 103.9 WRBI. Welcome back here to Jacksonville High School. I'm Brian Samples. With me, Skylar Sigman. We're bringing you the Jacksonville Lady Eagles, the South Ripley Lady Raiders. We want to thank George's Pharmacy and Medical Equipment, Hurt and Elko, Fleetwood, Chevy Buick. Skylar, I'm going to, Skylar, I'll send it to you, and you can tell us the starters for tonight. All right, looking at the road team, got 5'8". Senior Caitlin Sample starting as well as 5'7 senior Emily Flood. Junior Reese Obendorf, Lydia Cornett starting as well. And then Maya McNew in the starting lineup for the injured Morgan Brightwell, who is out for the season. Looking at Jackson Hill real quick, Reagan Hughes going to be the leading scorer for the Jackson Hill Lady Eagles. 5'8 junior, 5'8 sophomore Kelsey Boardman starting as well. Julia Meyer at one forward, 5'10 junior. She'll clean up the boards for the Lady Eagles as well as Olivia Neal, a 5'9 senior, 10 points, 6 rebounds as the lights go out here. And then also, last in starting lineup, 5'8 junior, Kaylin Heiners. She will round out the lineup for the Jacksonville Lady Eagles who come out, who come into tonight on a five-game win streak. Thank you, Skyler. As we look at the tail of the tape, as you mentioned, both teams coming in on streak. Jacksonville's won five, South Ripley six out of eight. Jacksonville, 60.82 Sagarin rating, has them 18th and 1A. South Ripley, 53.1 rating at 237, 52nd overall in 2A. Their last outing, South Ripley defeated Southwestern of Hanover, 50 to 42. And Jacksonville defeated Rice and Sun 50 to 44. Versus Common Foes, they're both about even. South Ripley 7 and 7. Jacksonville 8 and 6. That puts you right here where their records are. Uh, should be a dogfight like we thought. Uh, their opponents' records, both of those are about the same as well. The last 20 years this series, Jacksonville leads at 28 to 26. And their last meeting was over at South Ripley on November 12th. South Ripley won that one 53 47. And tonight, Mr. John Harrell has a pick in favor of the Lady Eagles, 46-41. to Mr. Harrell's been known to be right, and he's been known to be really far off, Skyler. Yeah, it, it's never, it's never, only, it doesn't go into play, he doesn't bring into play, like, other external factors, like injuries and other stuff and that. So, sometimes, sometimes games just uh, different. And Sable wins a tip. Tip is up. It's controlled by the Raiders. They throw it down. It's going to go out of bounds off of Jacksonville's leg. So it will finally go into the hands. Oh, they're going to call that off of South Ripley. So going to Jacksonville to start it. It'll be Meyer bringing it up. South Ripley's in a 3-2 zone. Jacksonville going to back it out and look a little bit. They got flood up on the top. Jacksonville goes to Neal this side. Swing it to Heiners down in the corner. Now it's Borgman. They'll bring it back up and set. It's Meyer again. Again, Jacksonville can hit from the outside. South Ripley trying to take that away. A 3-2 zone. They're going to have to be able to rebound. Right now, they're just weaving it up top. Now it's Meyer with it. She looks to drive. Kicks it down low to Neal. It's knocked away. Pulled out of there by Maya McNew. She goes to Obendorf, and up they go the other way. Cornette with it down the corner. She's trapped right away. Jacksonville coming out, trapping 
in the corners. Now there's another trap. Opendorf gets out of it. She'll get a cornet. Now she's down in the corner of the trap. They're not getting out of the corners. Flood's going to get a 15-footer. It's up and no good. Offensive rebound to Cornette, and I think they're going to get a jump ball. And that will that will go to Jackson Dell off of that. Uh, either team been able to – well, a couple of turnovers to start and then a missed shot. Wide open miss uh, there by a South Ripley. It's still 0-0. And that's very typical of this game as it gets started. It's usually pretty edgy. So Jacksonville has it going against that 3-2 zone. Now Hughes with it on the right wing. She'll bring it up to Meyer. Meyer looks to drive. Now she goes to Neal. She's on the right side. Now back up to Borkman, and they'll set it. So South Ripley's zone working now. Hughes on the left wing. Three wide open. She knocks it down. And you can't do that. Reagan Hughes gets her first three points of the game. Jacksonville takes a 3 nothing lead. 6.24 to go here first period. Beautiful shot from the left wing by Hughes. Yeah, you don't want to leave her open. 41 threes on the year, 35% from out there. And Jacksonville with a trap over on the sideline. It's going to be a turnover. It'll go to Hughes. So it's Meyer who came out with it to Hughes, and now Hughes is going to bring it up. She'll bring it up the left side. She sees the lane. She's going to get all the way there. Shot just rolls off. No good. Rebound to Caitlin Samples. She'll give it over to Flood. So Jacksonville's in a little bit of a 1-2-2 half-court trap, and they're trapping on the sidelines. The South Ripley's been right there. Obendorf had it goes down to Cornette. Cornette tries to drive the baseline. Went off her hand, so it'll be another turnover for the Raiders. He made the mistake of going left instead of right, dribbling out of the trap. She dribbled, like, right into the trap as uh, South Ripley turns it over for the third time tonight. You are right. South Ripley so far has come across and got into a trap spot every time down. South Ripley staying in that 3-2. Jacksonville going to work it up top with that three-point lead. Ball's here to left side to Heiner's. Up top to Borgman. They'll swing it now. Hughes. Now South Ripley's kind of dropped that down into more like a 2-3. May even be in a box right now, Skyler. There's a drive down into the lane. Borgman, her shot's up and no good. Obendorf's going to rebound. She's going to push up that left side. She'll go middle to Flood. Tries to go across to Cornette. It's stolen away by Meyer. Gets it out to Heiners. Heiners tried to pull up, but taken away by... That was a nice steal attempt. Nice steal attempt there by Obendorf. Just wasn't able to uh, keep in bounds. So we got a 30-second timeout. We'll step away and take a 30-second timeout as well. You're listening to Country 103.9 WRBI. Are we still here? Oh, well, we, we sent it to break. So five minutes, seven seconds to go here, first period. Jacksonville with a 3 nothing lead. Top three will have the ball out of bounds. Going length of the court. Actually, they called that last one. Obendorf stepped out of bounds, so Jacksonville's going to get to keep it. It'll be underneath their bucket. And Jacksonville's out here running a circle. Coach Smith will do that from time to time. They just take off running a circle. No set play, and they get it in. It's now Meyer with it. She kicks it down to Hughes. Her three off the right side is no good. Samples try to rebound, but Neal stepped in front of her. Neal on a miss, but then she gets her own rebound and puts it back. So Olivia Neal gets her first two. Five-nothing, Jacksonville out front. Cornette tries to drive baseline, and she's going to draw the foul. 
be a foul on Jackson Dell. So that'll be Julia Myers first. Tough underneath their bucket. They try to get it in the samples. McNew triggered it in. Now they got it up top to Flood. Yeah, we have four minutes, 37 seconds to go. First period, Flood with it up top. Jackson Dell up five to nothing, Skyler. And Jackson Dell can take control right now, and they're really suffocating South Ripley with that uh, trap defense they've been running. Obendorf on the drive, kicks it out to Flood. She's at the elbow, has nothing back out to Obendorf. So South Ripley hasn't got a good look yet. Obendorf tries to drive down in, and they're going to get her for a travel. Fourth South Ripley turnover of this first quarter. She slid her pivot, but she couldn't, wasn't able to uh, recover from that. And uh, it was a turnover. South Ripley averaging about 16 a game. As I went through the stats from earlier in the year, both teams dropped a couple turnovers a game, so that's a good thing. Meyer has it now on a pass inside. She tried to shoot. It was blocked away by McNew. She comes out with it now to Cornette. Cornette's going to attack the bucket all the way down. Her left-handed shot no good. Rebound out of there to Neal. And now they got a push underneath. Nobody called anything. That should have been a foul call. I, there was a big shove by uh, Olivia Neal, and they didn't call that. But the ball was, it, it was it. they let him play, I guess. <laughs> yeah, this game they let him play. The ball went out of bounds to Jackson Bell. They'll have it on their end on the sideline. It'll be Borgman to kick it in. Lexi Franklin in the game for South Ripley. Borgman had a look at a three. She bobbled it. Now she's going to bring it back up and set. South Ripley in that 3-2 again. Meyer with it up top going against it. Well, they're going to throw it all the way around the horn. Borgman has it left corner. we got 3.30 to go. First period, 5 nothing. Jackson Dell up front. Neal with it up on the top. Again, they're just working it around the zone, being patient. Borgman with it now. She looks to drive, kicks it out. Almost a steal by McNew, but Meyer's going to get by. She's going to pull up a little floater. No good. Obendorf on the board. So Reese Obendorf with the rebound. She brings it down, kicks it ahead to McNew. She goes inside to Franklin. Her shot's blocked away. No foul call. Went all the way out to Flood. Flood looks at a three. Now kicks it to Obendorf. She's going to drive. Jackson Dell doing really good with the closeout. And good take there by Maya McNew. She gets her first two points. The Raiders worked it around, finally found a seam. McNew drove to the bucket and scored 5-2. Jackson Dell out front. we got 2.40 left here in the first period. Outside of that last, the ending of that possession, Jackson Dell was doing really good closing out on shooters for uh, South Ripley. So Borgman has it up top now. Again, Jackson Dell throwing it around the horn. Down the corner to Heiners. Hughes looked at it, didn't take it. Now they'll go inside to Meyer. She's going to make a spin move on Franklin. It's blocked away. Samples comes out of it. She's got it, gives it to Flood, and they'll set. Again, Jackson Dell up 5-2. to two. Now McNew is trapped on the sideline, throws it inside to Samples. She looks to spin, nothing there. Goes to McNew. Her shot is blocked, and I think they're going to call a foul. Coach Smith not happy about that one. Well, there hasn't been a lot of fouls called. And that's the first, what, first foul called in this game? Yeah. So. Coach Smith giving the official the business right now. Well, I guess I can understand why he's upset, frustrated, because there was stuff that it wasn't called earlier, too. So, so that foul does go against Jackson Dell. And now Coach McNew has a question. Into the game comes Meyer. And I'm not sure he gave the foul to 20, so it was on 22. 
So that's actually the second foul of the game, and that's verse, that's Meyer's second. And Coach Smith's having a spirited discussion with the official on the sideline, like, as we can see. 20 inbounds. I go to Franklin back to McNew. Obendorf's got a shot from the elbow. It's no good. Franklin, Lexi Franklin on a rebound. They're going to call a jump ball. That ball will stay with South Ripley. So a minute 57 to go, first period. Jacksonville with that 5-2 to two lead. I thought there'd be a little more scoring than this, but these two always just pound it out every time they meet. Samples gets it on the inbounds. Little corner shot's good. Caitlin Samples with two. She'll make it 5-4. to four. Here come the Eagles back the other way. That was a nice setup there on the inbound for Samples. Rolling in two points. For the Eagles, they might be in a little trouble here for a little bit. That ball gets through the hands of Neal, and now it's Ubendorf. She's going to attack going at Hughes. Hughes reaches in, takes it away. Hughes coming back the other way now. She's going to go right at Samples, and they're going to get her for a block. So the foul's on Caitlin Samples on the block. Hughes will get to the free throw line, but Julia Meyer being out, averaging 13 points a game for the Eagles with two fouls. She meant to sit for a while. Yeah, it's going to be a lot of it's going to be on Hughes' back now as she's uh, heading to the line for two. And then, yeah, one of the top scorers for Jack Nell on the bench with two fouls in Meyer. The first free throw for Hughes is no good. She's shooting 68% on the year. Cornette's back into the game for the Raiders. McNew's going to get a breather. Second, missed, missed both of them. And Sophia Sullivan's into the game for the Eagles for the first time. So Flood has it now, a minute 23 to go here, first period. She gets down in the corner and turns it over, throws it to Borgman. Borgman's going to attack Obendorf. Obendorf knocks it away. It'll stay with the Eagles. So it's 5 to 4, minute 15 to go. Jacksonville up a point. I think fans were thinking that ball was slapped off of the leg of, uh, of K- uh, Kelsey Borgman and they thought it was, should have been a South Ripley ball and another turnover. Jacksonville with another bucket trying to get it in. They finally do. They bring it up top to Heiners. She goes right side to Hughes, and then they'll set again against his zone. Borgman in the corner had it swatted away on her path. It'll stay with the Eagles. Definitely a defensive battle so far. Just nine total point scores for almost seven minutes of play here in the first quarter. And you're getting a rivalry at its best tonight. That's the way these games go. It doesn't ever matter the records. It's like this start to finish every time they play. Well, they played close last time, 53-47. to 47. I don't know if the score is going to be as high this time. Jacksonville has it out front now, working it just one under one minute. Sullivan had it. She's going to go try to go left side. Flood's going to take it away. Flood does a crossover, gets all the way to the bucket. She's fouled. Going to get to the free throw line. So Raiders with a chance to take the lead here at the end of the first. And they were down five to nothing to start, but now they're starting to, I think, get their footing at least, and uh, you know they have a chance to take the lead here now. <laughs> to the Lady Raiders, Emily Flood at the line. She's shooting two. She's just fifty percent on the year. Misses that first one. She's eleven of twenty-two for the season. The new comes in for. The samples. Borgman comes in, gives Heiner's a break for the Eagles. Second free throws up and good. So we're all tied up. 49 seconds to go. 
Flood one or two from the line. Looks like Collins checked into the game, too. She tried to throw it up top to Sullivan. Just tipped away. They swing at Hughes. Now Borkman's going to be wide open in the corner for three. Long rebound. I believe that went off the hands of Cullen, and it did. So South Ripley will have it with a chance to get one shot and take the lead. Now they're bringing the defense up. They're bringing Sullivan up towards midcourt. They're back into that trap. They try to go underneath the open door, but it's a turnover. So South Ripley's able to score out of transition, but struggling right now against that 1 2 2. Jacksonville will have it now after the turnover. That's seven first-quarter turnovers for South Ripley. Borgman on the right side brings it up, swings it over to Hughes, and now back to Borgman. I would guess they'll work for one. They're going to bring it all the way back out and set it. It's 10 seconds to go now. Hughes with it right side. She dribbles back up top of the key. Again, South Ripley in that 3-2 zone, really extended. Neal goes over the top of it, throws it inside to Sophie Sullivan. She scores. Give Jacksonville a seven. The five lead will step away and take a 60-second timeout. You're listening to Country 103.9 WRBI. Welcome to a place where everyone deserves to be better protected, where technology has your back, where you can have better protection and keep more money in your pocket, where you can have protection for your car, your home, your phone, and even your digital identity. You're in good hands with Allstate. Contact Batesville agent Mary Huntington today. Local Batesville agent Mary Huntington is ready to help you. Allstate and affiliates offer products and services subject to availability terms and conditions. Southeastern Indiana REMC is now offering high-speed fiber internet to its members. Choose from the basic, plus, or premium residential packages with speeds from 100 megabits per second to 1 gig. Prices range from $64.95 to $109.95 per month. And there are no data caps. Get the connectivity speed you need at a price you can afford. Visit SEIREMC.com or call 800-737-4111 to check your address eligibility and sign up for service today. SEI Fiber, connecting at the speed of light. Southeastern Indiana's sports voice is Country 103.9 WRBI. We're back here at Jacksonville High School. I'm Brian Samples. With me, Skylar Sigmund. We want to thank SDI Fiber from Southeastern Indiana REMC, Mary Huntington Allstate Insurance, Ivy Tech Community College. Jacksonville will have it here to start the second period, and they have a 7-5 lead over the Lady Raiders. Jacksonville is going to gamble a little bit. They got Meyer back into the game with her two fouls. And there's a lob over top. And it goes into her. She scores, and she's fouled. So, Coach Smith getting close to that 400 win, knew what he was doing. That's the same lob play they used at the end of the first quarter, uh, to close out the first quarter with uh, Sullivan. It worked the same with Meyer. Now she's going to go to the line for an end one opportunity. And that foul was on... Maya McNew. That's her first, and that's just the second team foul on the Raiders. Free throw's no good, but Neal's going to slide right in there and get the rebound, so the South Ripley didn't block out. Offensive board to Neal. Jackson, they'll bring it back out. They have the 9-5 to lead. Meyer with it again. They're going against the 3-2 zone, but they've been able to find some gaps down low. Ball's on the floor. Good hustle. Comes out to the Eagles. Now it's knocked away. It'll be on the floor again. Neal's come out with it. So right now, Jacksonville winning all the 50-50 balls. There's a shot up on the inside by Neal. No good. She'll go to the free throw line again. Yeah, that was some good uh, scrambling by Jacksonville. They were 
the girls were uh, diving on the floor trying to get the ball, and they kept possession alive, just tapping the ball out practically and diving on the floor, and it, and it worked out for them, and it's going to result in two free throws for uh, Neal. Neal, 66% free throw shooter on the season. She gets that first one. She's got three points. Yeah, the 50-50 balls going towards Jacksonville on the hustle plays for Jacksonville right now, and it shows with that 10-5 lead. Second one's up and good as well. And Neil with four. 11-5. We approach seven minutes to go here in the first half. Flood has it, goes over top. Tipped away. Myers, she's going to kick it out front. Going to be Heiner's. She's going to pull up and get the layup. It's good. So Kaylin Heiner's with two. And it's 13 to 5. So Jacksonville now out front. And they go right back into that 1 2 2 that's been working well. Opendorf has it. He's on the sideline, goes to Flood. Flood looks in. There's nothing there. Now goes to Franklin. Opendorf's going to get to the bucket. Her drive's up and good. South Ripley needed that one for sure. Yep, in the worst way. Now they can cut it back to six. Six minutes, 30 seconds to go here, second period. Jacksonville's going to bring it out, be patient with it. It's Hughes down the corner to Meyer. Tries to lob inside to Neal. It's knocked away. It's going to be taken out of there, and it's Cornette with it. Cornette has it. She's looking for somebody, and again, wherever South Ripley's at, there are two Eagles there. Flood, she's trapped on the sideline. She gets it up. Now it goes into samples out to Flood. Her three off the right side, no good. Rebound inside to Neal. She gets it to Meyer. Coach Smith tell them to go. They'll kick it left side here to Heiners. Down to Borgman in the corner, and they'll set Neal with it. Cornette stretches it out there just a little bit on that 3-2. Meyer going to get down the lane. Kicks it back to Borgman. They're going to swing it now. South Ripley doing a pretty good job of taking away the three-point ball, but the ball's inside. Now that's two turnovers in a row. Tried to go to Neal. Cornette has it. Cornette goes to Flood. She goes to Obendorf. They're going to swing it. Cornette, Flood. She's got a three off the top. Knocks it down. Ball movement set that one up. And you got Flood wide open outside. Converts on the three-point basket. So 13-5 to five goes 13-10. to 10. The Raiders are five straight. We're at five minutes to go here. Second period. Meyer has it. She's going to fire a long three off the left side. It's no good. Samples gets the rebound. She's going to get it to Flood, and they'll push back the other way. Flood crossover. Now bring it back out. Obendorf looked at a three. Cornette will fire a three. No good. Rebound inside. Franklin had it. Then Neal had it, but I think it went off of Neal, and it'll stay with South Ripley. Ball in ways of these zones are finding the gaps and passing the ball. And I think the last possession, that's where South Ripley got 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 that opportunity for three. They were finding gaps, collapsed, and then Jacksonville's been trapping the whole time. So somebody's going to be open for a shot. It's just a matter of them hitting it. Yep, South Ripley's been getting into the traps rather than getting away from them. On the inbounds, open door. Kicks it to McNew off the left side. Hers is no good. Two-pointer no good. Rebound out there to Heiners. And it'll be Meyer with it. She pushes it ahead to Hughes. South Ripley staying in that 3-2. Jacksonville's been mostly in that 1-2-2 on the trap. Shot inside no good by Meyer. Rebound out there to Flood. And now Flood's going to bring it out. Jacksonville's playing that 1-2-2. Whether they score or they don't score. Been successful to this point. McNew has it, looks inside. Skyler, as you said, they found the gap there, and there's Obendorf for two more. And it's a nice little backdoor cut by Obendorf for the letter to the hoop. So that's seven straight now for South Ripley. Make it 13-12. to 12. Four minutes to go here, second period. 
Kicked down a corner. Hughes is open for a three. She knocked it down to Reagan Hughes. Both of her threes have been open. She's knocked them down. She has six points. Averaging 13 a game. Back the other way now. Again, in that trap, that's just an unforced turnover. Ball went out of the hands of McNew. That's nine first-half turnovers for the Lady Raiders. Into the game for South Ripley will be Alexi Mazingo. This will be her first action of the ball game, senior. 16-12, to 3.30 to go here, second period. Jacksonville out front. Myers with it. She tries to drive baseline, and right away, looks like Alexi Mazingo will pick up the foul. That was an easy call. She kind of... Leaned into her on the on the baseline, so that's going to get called about hundred. It's going to get called hundred percent of the time. <laughs> we got a thirty second timeout. We'll step away and take a thirty second timeout as well. You're listening to Country One Hundred Three Point Nine WRBI. For 90 years, Marker Mary Health has been serving the community with quality, compassionate care. Today, that commitment is stronger than ever as they continue to invest in and improve services to better serve the complex needs of the community. Although Margaret Mary is proud of their rich history and all they've accomplished in the past, they're even more excited about the future and their ability to provide outstanding care for generations to come. Margaret Mary Health generations of care southeastern indiana's sports voice is country 103.9 wrbi welcome back here to jacksonville i'm brian samples with me skylar sigmund after the 30 second timeout jacksonville has it under their bucket they try to push it inside but there is going to be a foul call on the raiders jacksonville doing a good job skylar Cutting those gaps on the inside and working hard posting up. Has worked so far. It's got them to 16 to 12 lead. That was not the greatest pass there, but it did get a get a foul call. So again, Borgman looks to get it in, tries to get it to Meyer. She comes out of there with it, bobbles, but she has it. Heiner's is going to swing it down to Neal. Neal looks to drive. There's Cornette knocked it away, but it's going to stay with Jacksonville. Cornette with a hand in the passing lane. Jacksonville has it at half court. They're going to cross over. It'll be Reagan Hughes with it. 16-12, three minutes to go here. Second period, Jacksonville out front. Jacksonville had an eight-point lead. Raiders were able to cut into that. Hughes with it. She tried to go by Cornette. Now Neal. Neal hits the middle. There's Meyer right at the free throw line, which that's open in that zone. Ball's on the floor, knocked away. Good hustle. Jacksonville comes out with it. It was Neal. Now they go to Hughes. She finds Borgman left side, now back across. Hughes looked at one. There was nothing there. They just keep swinging it back and forth. South Ripley is continuing to close out on these Jacksonville players. Hughes drives in, runs into a little traffic, but she's able to pull up and get the shot off. Makes it 18-12, to 12, and Hughes has eight points. We have 225 to go. Jacksonville still in that trap. There's a wide open Franklin at the free throw line. She's at the elbows. No good. Rebound out of there. To Borgman. Borgman will cross it over. Coach Smith want them to push it down the court. To South Ripley had a couple players back, but now they're going to set again. Raiders will get the zone set. Hughes on the right side looked at a three, didn't pull the trigger. Now it's back down to Heiners. Hughes has it. They'll swing it over to Borgman. And South Ripley just staying in that zone. They're pretty much making Jacksonville come to them. 
right now. Yep, you're right. They're not extending it out too far, just close to the three-point line. Borgman has it down the corner to Heiners. There's Hughes. She's wide open again. Not necessarily wide open. She missed it. Nobody went after the board. She got her own rebound. So Jackson Dell try again. Hughes has it. Goes right to the elbow. Meyer, she tries to drive, and yeah, they're going to get her on. travel. <laughs> she tried to get around. The defense was there. Tried to take the extra step. Jack, yeah, Jackson Dell. Uh, was it's been, they've been playing pretty. They've won the turnover battle, and uh, that's pretty much been the case so far. So that's that's been a very helpful thing for the uh, Lady Eagles. Cornette on the drive, and there you just spoke of it. The turnover battle. Cornette tried to drive baseline. She was getting out of that trap. Stepped out of bounds. The turnover go back. Coach Smith got Meyer out of there. She had two fouls. It's going to save her from not getting that third. 18 to 12. Jacksonville up six. We have one minute, five seconds to go here in the first half. Hughes with it in the corner. She's going to kick it up top to Borgman down to Heiners. She looks. Nothing there. They're going to swing it. That was actually Sullivan down. Myers had it. Now they're right back again. So Jacksonville working it. There's Neal right inside, about 12 feet out. Olivia Neal, she's got six. Jacksonville worked that around, found the opening in the zone, hit it. Yeah, it was, it was, it was pretty well set up for uh, by Jacksonville. Found Neal in, that, uh, towards the, in the paint, and it worked out well. So Franklin has it up top. She was trapped. Now Flood's open for a three off the left side. It's no good. Mazingo has the rebound. She passed it over to Cornette, went to Franklin, and now they'll bring it back out. So we have 20 seconds to go. Obendorf's going to fire three off the right side. No good. Rebound out of there to Heiners. She's going to push it ahead. Nice pass up to Borgman. Her shot's up and no good. She's going to get to the free throw line. So that foul's on Obendorf. We'll send Borgman to the line. Our first trip tonight. She's shooting 70% on the season from the free throw line. Missed that one. Uh, team shoots uh, about 65% from the line. Not great, not terrible. So Borgman will have one more. 13 seconds to go. Second one's good. That's her first point of the night. They're going to push it ahead. Cornette, she's going to get all the way to the bucket. No call. I don't think anything was there, actually. The ball's going to be tipped. Heiners has it. She got out front, but she double dribbled. She just never could get a hold of it. But she was trying to hurry up and get there. There's two seconds left to go, 2.9. If South Ripley doesn't hear, hit that shot here, the, the Lady uh, Eagles are going to close out the quarter on an 8-0 run. It's on the inbounds. Flood's going to get a three from half court, and she banked it in, and the referee on the left side says no good. So the South Ripley people want – that was good, wasn't it? I thought, I thought she got the shot off before yeah. the quarter was over. I yeah, we, two or three of us there thought that was all. But the referee said no good, so we come to the end of the first half. Jackson Dell with a 21-12 to 12 lead over South Ripley. We're going to step away and take a two-minute timeout. 3.9 WRBI. We 
don't sell you cars, we help you buy them. This is Ty Fleetwood, sales manager at Fleetwood Chevrolet Buick, located at 950 North Michigan, Greensburg, Indiana. I want to invite you to visit us at Fleetwood Chevrolet Buick. We have Greensburg's only drive-in service lane and home of the free old changes for life with the purchase of a new vehicle. Stop in and give us an opportunity to earn your business. Thank you for shopping at Fleetwood Chevrolet Buick. We don't sell you cars, we help you buy them. Ivy Tech Community College has your game plan for a winning future. From short-term certificates to associate degrees, Ivy Tech offers more than 30 programs in high-wage, high-demand careers, including advanced manufacturing, business, healthcare, and information technology, flexible class options, frozen tuition, career coaching, and employer connections are all offered at the Lawrenceburg and Batesville locations. For more information, email r11express at ivytech.edu. Need a provider who really listens to you? Someone you can trust and know will answer your questions? The family physicians at Decatur County Memorial Hospital promise to listen to your concerns and are committed to giving you the personal attention you deserve. To make an appointment, call 812-222-DOCS or request an appointment online at dcmh.net slash request. Decatur County Memorial Hospital, the quality care you want, close by. Make cleanup easy with a new Whirlpool dishwasher. You won't have leftover dishes to hand wash with the flexibility to fit tall items in the adjustable upper rack and room for 14 place settings. Plus, you can skip scrubbing and pre-rinsing when you use the boost cycle. Shop Garings to see how Whirlpool dishwashers can help you manage your family's mealtime messes. Garings and Whirlpool, 316 North Main, Batesville. This is the Halftime Show from 103.9 WRBI. Now, let's take a look at game stats and area scores. Welcome back to Jacksonville High School. We're here at halftime. Brian Samples with you along with Skylar Sigmund. Uh, first half saw Jacksonville a 7-5 lead at the end of one quarter, and then they jumped out and pushed that to nine points here. 21 to 12 at the half. Right now, I'm going to turn it over to Skyler and let him go through some of the stats of that first half. I'll do a scoring breakdown for the South Ripley Lady Raiders. Two players tied for the team lead in scoring with Emily Flood and Reese Opendorf scoring four points for the Lady Raiders. And then Caitlin Samples and Maya McNew, both with two, round out the scoring for South Ripley. On the Jack Dell side, uh, they're led by Reagan Hughes with eight points so far. Close uh, second, it's Olivia Neal with six, also scoring for the uh, the Lady Eagles. Kaylin Heiners with two, Julia Meyer with two, and then hitting a free throw in the first half of Kelsey Borgman. Uh, looking at the uh, first half, unofficial stats for rebounds and turnovers. Looking at the uh, rebounding numbers for South Ripley, nine rebounds in the first half. Uh, turnovers, that's the big story for South Ripley so far. Uh, ten first-half turnovers. They cut at seven first-quarter turnovers. Uh, three, just three unofficially, unofficially, as I'll say. Three uh, turnovers in the second quarter. And then looking at the Jacksonville side, uh, nine rebounds on their side as well. Uh, then six turnovers for the uh, Lady Eagles. And uh real important stat, Jacksonville closed, off, closed the first half on an 8-0 run. They were up 13-12, to and then they didn't 
and uh, they scored every point since, and now they're leading by nine at the half. All right, and that's typical of these two teams. We always talk about it whenever we were coaching. You got to take a punch and you got to throw a punch. So South Ripley's going to have to come out and throw one here in the second half. You can't let Jacksonville build that lead and get out in front of you, especially here because they can take care of the basketball. We want to thank some of our sponsors: Decatur County Memorial Hospital, Garings, Batesville Chrysler Dodge Jeep, Great Plains Communications, Ison's Family Pizza, Bruns Gutzwiller, Margaret Mary Health. We have about five and a half minutes to go here in the first half of this timeout, I should say. Uh, a lot riding on the line for this ORBC tournament. I have a bunch of scenarios I'm going to go through. Actually, right now, we'll step away. We'll take a two-minute timeout. When we come back, I'll run through who can win this ORBC. You're listening to Country 103.9 WRBI. Batesville Chrysler Dodge Jeep is a proud sponsor of local athletics. I'm Michelle Galk, and at Batesville Chrysler, we value this community and the relationships we've built with our customers. As your hometown car dealer, we understand the importance of staying connected to the community. We commend all our student-athletes and their hard work and dedication. That's why we're proud to sponsor local sports coverage so that fans can stay connected no matter where we are. Remember, you can buy a car anywhere, but when you buy at Batesville Chrysler Dodge Jeep, we can all work together to support the future of this great community. Cecil from Ison's Family Pizza here. On Monday, January 23rd and Tuesday, January 24th, we will be closed. We're doing some maintenance, cleaning, and general upgrades to better serve you. We plan on being back open at 10.30 a.m. on Wednesday to serve you. Again, Ison's Family Pizza is closed on Monday the 23rd and Tuesday the 24th. We reopen Wednesday at 10.30 a.m. Get your business on the fast track to success in 2023 with fiber-driven technology business solutions from Great Plains Communications. Our fast, reliable internet will give you the performance that only fiber can provide with the full suite of services to fit every industry from small businesses to large enterprise. All this delivered by a local company with over a century of experience. Join our network of successful businesses. Make the switch today at gpcom.com. Speeds and availability may vary by location. Curtin Elko, your local Linux dealer, is 50 years old. Hi, it's Scott Lamping, and we're proud to have been providing quality products, professional installation, and dependable service for residential, commercial, and farms in southeastern Indiana since 1971. Our experienced and helpful calendar staff can help you do-it-yourselfers and contractors, and our experienced service technicians and installers are glad to do it for you. Curtin Elko, celebrating 50 years of business. Southeastern Indiana's sports voice is Country 103.9 WRBI. We're back here at Jacksonville High School. Again, Jacksonville Lady Eagles are up 21-12 to 12 over the South Ripley Lady Raiders. And all the scenarios that could happen for this uh, ORBC championship tonight, it, and it's going to set up in the next three days. But then it's the first time in I can't remember how long that this has happened, but uh, there's actually a chance that this could end up in a four-way tie. Scenarios, if you can hang with me, uh, Jacksonville wins tonight and on Thursday against Southwestern, Jacksonville would tie with Shaw for ORBC champion. Now, if South Ripley wins tonight, they would tie with Shaw for champs. Both of these scenarios are assuming Shaw would win a home game against Rising Sun on Thursday. So we, right now, we have all kinds of teams bunched up at the very top. If Shaw loses Thursday to Rising Sun, South Ripley wins tonight. South Ripley would get the title outright. 
Same thing with the Eagles. If Jacksonville wins tonight and they have a game on Thursday against Southwestern, they could be the outright champions. Now here's the final scenario. Oh, geez. <laughs> it took me a little while to go through this. If Shaw loses on Thursday, Jacksonville wins tonight and loses on Thursday, and they, South Ripley would lose tonight, then would become a four-way tie for first place between South Ripley, Jacksonville, Shaw, and Switzerland County. And that's all assuming Switzerland County could beat Rising Sun on they're playing them tonight. Shaw's kind of the sleeper in the conference this year. They've won nine straight games, and they're right up there at the top. They got a 15 record of 15 of five, I believe, on the year. We have about a minute 43 to go here in the halftime. Uh, I'll take a minute here too and kind of go through the sectionals as we mentioned. And and for that conference, right now, Shaw's four and one, South Ripley four and one, Jacksonville three and one, Switz three and two, Southwestern two and three. Rising Sun 1 and 3, Milan 0 and 6. As you look ahead to the uh, sectionals, and I have the sectional draws here, we'll go with the two teams that are playing here tonight at Southwestern Shelby. There's seven teams up there, and that'll start on Tuesday night. Waldron will be playing Jacksonville. So Jacksonville's playing on that first night at Southwestern Shelby. On Wednesday night up there will be Oldenburg against South Decatur in the first one. Morristown, Edinburgh in the second, and Southwestern Shelby drew the bye, so they'll play the winner, Jacksonville Walden, in that first game on Friday night. For South Ripley, they're going to head to Switzerland County in sectional 45. Just five teams in that this year. South Ripley's got that first game on Tuesday night, 7 o'clock against North Decatur. Hauser will play Milan on Friday night, the 6 o'clock game. Switzerland County has the winner of South Ripley and North Decatur from Tuesday night. So that's kind of a look to next week, and all that falls on the guy sitting beside me. He's got a lot of work in figuring out where they're going to go, what they're going to do, what we're going to cover. So that'll be out in the next day or two probably, right, Skyler? Yeah, I think so. Get I think posted we'll, in a couple of days. We'll, we'll, be, we'll be working on it. Uh, it'll, be, it'll be a challenge, but, hey, it's worth it. It's worth it. Yep, it'll be a busy week next week, and then most of the boys will play on Thursday next week. It's the girls' sectional. They always throw in Thursday games to get theirs in. Start the second half. South Ripley down nine. They have the ball. They go right inside. Cornett shot up and no good. So South Ripley went right against that one-two-two. Hit the middle, hit the bottom, and put Cornett at the line. South Ripley hasn't had a whole lot of easy shots so far today. It's it's all been contested and tough shots. And the only other, like, the shots they've had been been taken, open shots they've been taken have been from three. And you are right. Cornette hits that first, and that's a good point. Every shot's been contested for the Raiders. No easy look. And that's what gives Jacksonville that nine-point lead. Second free throw is up and good as well by Cornette. So she's got her first two points of the night, shooting 74% on the season. South Ripley's going to stay in that same 3-2 they played the whole first half. Hughes has it down the left corner. We'll see what adjustments Jacksonville made against it. They attacked it pretty well there a few times. There's Obendorf on the steal, so they tried to go across. Did Borgman. Obendorf's going to get all the way to the bucket and score. So Reese Obendorf has six points, and the Raiders get the first four to start the second half, make it 21-16. Now Neal swings it cross-court pass and went to Hughes to Borgman. Hughes, she's on the left wing now, back to Neal. South Ripley out. As you mentioned earlier, Skyler, they're just going to the line. They're not extending that zone. Borgman with it. You see Jacksonville with way they ran their zone as they trapped. Yeah, South Ripley's just sitting back pretty much. 
Yep, they're letting the action come to them, making them hit a shot over. Meyer with it. Again, Jackson L just passing it around the front. You're not missing anything. They're just working it. Hughes with it. She goes in the corner to Heiners. Coach Smith trying to direct them, get them in the right spots. Hughes looks at it. Coach Smith's going to call a timeout. He needs to talk it over. We're going to step away and take a 30-second timeout as well. You're listening to Country 103.9 WRBI. Georges, we have respiratory therapists on staff that can help you rest easy. Our services include CPAP and BiPAP, the latest in oxygen technology, nebulizers, and more. Our professional staff will answer all of your questions and make you or your loved one feel at ease with whatever challenges you're faced with. Ask for us. Let our family take care of yours. Southeastern Indiana's sports voice is Country 103.9 WRBI. We're back here after the timeout. Jackson Dell with the ball. We want to thank Decatur County Memorial Hospital, Gehring, Batesville Chrysler Dodge and Jeep. And give my man set beside me credit. He says, Jackson Dell should pull that thing out and make South Ripley come out of that zone. And immediately they did. They went out and held it, made South Ripley extend out. South Ripley's still in the zone. It's just real high, and they're and they're going to get another turnover. Flood got a hand on it. Obendorf, she's going to go to Flood. Her layup is up and good. So South Ripley coming out on fire here to start the second half. That Flood that scored? Yes. Flood's got six. Yep. Six, six points for Flood. And now, now South Ripley's bringing the zone out a little bit more. But the ball went inside to Neal. And it's going to be a jump ball, but it went inside to Neal. It was knocked away. So South Ripley down 21-12 here to start the third quarter. made it 21-18. to That Jackson Dell closed out the first half on an 8-0 run now. South Ripley's answering with their little uh, uh, 6-0 run to start this second half. Kind of what we talked about at halftime. You throw a punch, take a punch, and that's where they're at. Meyer has it. She tries to go inside to Neal. She gets it in there. Her spin around is no good. Rebound out of there. Goes to McNew. She's going to bring it up, and there's that trap again. Obendorf gets right by it, and they're going to call a foul, and I believe that's going to go on Lady Eagles. Yes, it will be, and it'll be on uh, it'll be on yeah, it'll be on Cheyenne Cohen. Cheyenne kind of hit her with the hip check, and that's uh, the call. That's why the officials made that call. She had her hands up for the trap, but then as it went around, she just threw a hip, like you said, and, and didn't slide the trap. Obendorf has it. South Ripley goes down into the corner to McNew. She's going to kick it across. Samples is open. She's blocked on the putback, though. She got fouled. So, Caitlin Samples missed her shot, went right back up. She'll get two free throws. Uh, South Ripley finding the gap. They're, they've got, they granted the fast break. They've gotten free throw opportunities. They had an open shot there. It just did result in a foul, though. So, that's good for Seth Samples converts the first one. Caitlin shooting 51% on the year. She's got three points. Makes that first one. Cuts the lead to two. And this is exactly what we'd expect of this game. And make it one point. Caitlin with four. 21-20. The South Ripley on a run themselves. An 8-0 run here to start the second half after Jacksonville closed with an 8-0 run. Finders has it up top. Again, South Ripley in that zone. And they're able to get a few turnovers after they extended it. Orgman with it in the corner. Try to throw it across. They do get it to Meyer. Somehow that got down inside. Her shot's no good. Rebound out there. It's Obendorf. 
Ovendorf dribbled. It went off the foot in front of her, and the one official is going to correct it. Yeah, the one right on it, she dribbled it off the girl running down the court in front of her. There, there, that's the other correct. Yep, and they did correct it, so that'll go over to South Ripley. Should say stay with South Ripley. 21-20, five minutes to go, third period. Jacksonville up a point. As we said, they were just up nine. <laughs> Thought there was a travel there as uh, bringing up the four uh, flood was. As did everybody sitting beside us. South Ripley comes back. It's samples. She goes down to Obendorf. Obendorf gets two. Reese with eight. And South Ripley has taken a lead, 22-21. Their first lead of the game. Wow. That is right, Jackson. They'll start out in front. 22-21, South Ripley has come all the way back, taking a lead, 4.42 to go here in the third quarter. Foul was on Jacksonville, or on South Ripley, I should say, Jacksonville with the ball. Hughes has it. She's going to drive down the lane. Her shot's up no good. Rebound pulled out of there, Opendorf. So she gets another board. Opendorf's going to push it. She goes right at Meyer, up and scores. So Reese Opendorf now with 10. He's averaging 7.5 a game. South Ripley's made it a three-point lead. Jacksonell goes into Meyer, kick it out. Hughes, there's a three. Jacksonell needs it. No good. Neal slides in that offensive side. So putback's no good. Borgman follows up, so the Raiders didn't block out that time. Borgman will go to the free throw line. Jacksonell still looking for their first point in the second half. Get it there. There they are. Kelsey Borgman. I have her for two. Two or three from the free throw line. So it's 22-12 at the half. South Ripley was down nine. And now they're up 24-23 to as Borgman knocks down that second one. She's three or four from the line. She's got three points. Jackson L switching it up here, going to a little bit of a 2-2-1 instead of that 1-2-2. Cornette had it in the corner. Goes to Franklin. There's Flood. She's open left side for a three. No good. Franklin battles. Gets the rebound. Chuck blocked away. Put up by Cornette. No good. Ball went out of bounds and they'll go over to Jacksonville. Think, look, right now, I've, uh, well, I'm, just, I, I'm just saying, it's simple, put it in simple terms, South Ripley's wanting it more right now than Jacksonville. That, that, that's as simple as I can put it. And we talked about that in the first half. Jacksonville was getting all the 50-50 balls as we talked. Neal spins on the baseline and scores. She's got eight points, and now Jacksonville goes up one. But, yeah, you're right, Scott. The first half, everything was going Jacksonville's way. They were creating, and the second half's been South Ripley. There's Cornette. She's going to shoot a three off the left side. She gets knocked down. No foul call. Ball was knocked out of bounds. It'll stay with I think there very well could have been a foul call there because I did, they didn't really. I don't think the defender gave Cornetta a safe spot to land. And that's been enforced a lot recently in the, the college ranks as college ranks in basketball. So Flood has it on the inbounds pass. She just turned it over, so it's going to be Heiner. She's going to try to get out front. Flood comes behind her, and knocks it away. Flood knocked it away, went right back to Heiner's. She got it, went up, and then Flood fouled her. Well, Hunters will get to go shoot too. A lot of been, there's been a lot of little momentum shifts happening within the last minute or two. Uh, this one, so it's, it's, it's pretty much it. who's who, who's going to grab it here and uh, take hold of the game. 
Piner shooting 41% on the year. She misses that first one. She has two points tonight. 312 to go here in the third period. And this one picked up the pace. Second free throw is good for Heiners. She's got three. And Jacksonville goes back up two. So now Flood's going to bring it out. She's going to need to cross before she gets a 10 count. And it's the 2-2-1 for Jacksonville. Instead of the 1-2-2, they're not really trapping out of it. They just got it extended out. Obendorf has it. She drives down baseline, goes inside the samples, falls on the floor. Ball gets knocked out, still knocked around. Cornette's going to come up with it. And now Flood back to Cornette. She's going to have that three again. This one's no good off right. Rebound Franklin. She goes to samples, and they'll bring it back out. Coach McNew says bring it back out and sit, and Flood does. 26-24. Samples is going to fire three out of the corner. It's good. Caitlin Samples with three. She's got seven. South Ripley up one. 27-26. Close to two minutes to go here in the third quarter. Meyer with it. There's Hughes. She's open for a three. She knocked it down. Reagan Hughes answers back the other way. She's got 11. The samples with a three for the Raiders. And Hughes wide open back the other way. Coach McNew not happy about her being wide open. And certainly not. See, that's the one person you don't want to leave out wide open. Leave wide open for Jacksonville. Obendorf on the drive. Kicked it to samples down in the corner. Again, Jacksonville on that 2-2-1. Raiders got to change things up. Flood with it up top. Looks inside to Franklin. Nothing there. Now Obendorf. 29-27. Eagles up two. Flood's going to fire three. That doesn't hit anything. Rebound out of there goes to Heiners. Coach Smith saying get it to Meyer, and they're going to set. Meyer will bring it down. She goes to Borgman in the corner. Back out. Minute 25 to go here, third. Jacksonville up two. And now they're going to work it around out front. South Ripley more than a 2-3 this time. There's Neal. She gets inside. It's in and out. No good. Samples with the rebound. And Flood's going to bring it back the other way. Looking to attack. Now she'll bring it out. Goes down the corner to Obendorf. Obendorf looking. She's going to go inside to Franklin. Franklin spin moves. A little hook there. No call. Now the rebound's going to come down. They're going to call a jump, I think. I, I agree with that call. It was, they were just kind of all kinds of tangled up there, both the South Ripley and Jacksonville players. So he, he kind of had to he kind of had just it's like, okay, it's, it's, it's not, no one's fouled, but you could have called a foul, but who on? You're exactly right. They were all tangled up, called a jump and get out. So the Raiders had it. It was a McNew inbounds to Flood. There's open door. She's going to fire three. There's no good. Tipped out. Flood gets it. Her shot is up and good. So Emily Flood. She's got eight. Make it 29 all. 42 seconds to go. Sullivan has it. Goes to Borgman. Back up top to Sullivan. She's going to get down the lane. Kick it out. Hughes looked at a three. Put Smith Connor to bring it back out and set. We got 30 seconds to go here, third quarter. All tied up at 29. Jacksonville just going to work it. Good Smith will be good to get that last one. Hughes is just going to stay in there. Now Cornette's going to step out. And South Ripley's going back to what they did. Did not extending the zone. Ball went to the corner. Deportment up top to Hughes. Cornette goes at her and she fouled her. So out in the middle of nowhere. For no reason, she fouled. No, that was not that was not a smart foul. It was she she was she was at the volleyball line, so she was not going to shoot it from there, likely. But she's trying to give for that tip away. But 
So you do that out there with everybody to see it. Five seconds to go. It's Meyer with it. She goes to Hughes down the corner. Borkman's going to get a three at the buzzer. No good. Shot put back. No good. So at the end of three, 29 to 29, we'll step away and take a 60-second timeout. You're listening to Country 103.9 WRBI. Welcome to a place where everyone deserves to be better protected, where technology has your back, where you can have better protection and keep more money in your pocket, where you can have protection for your car, your home, your phone, and even your digital identity. You're in good hands with Allstate. Contact Batesville agent Mary Huntington today. Local Batesville agent Mary Huntington is ready to help you. Allstate and affiliates offer products and services subject to availability terms and conditions. Southeastern Indiana REMC is now offering high-speed fiber internet to its members. Choose from the basic, plus, or premium residential packages with speeds from 100 megabits per second to 1 gig. Prices range from $64.95 to $109.95 per month. And there are no data caps. Get the connectivity speed you need at a price you can afford. Visit SEIREMC.com or call 800-737-4111 to check your address eligibility and sign up for service today. SEI Fiber, connecting at the speed of light. Southeastern Indiana's sports voice is Country 103.9 WRBI. We want to thank our sponsors, Great Plains Communications, Ison's Family Pizza, Bonda Gutswiller, Margaret Mary Health. I'm Brian Samples with me, Skyler Sigmund. He's the new sports director over there at WRBI. It's our first time to work together. Lady Eagles will have the ball here to start this final period. We're all tied up 29-29. That was a heck of a quarter, Skyler. That was a good back-and-forth quarter. Not lots of momentum switches. Uh, no one really able to grab a hold of it. And uh, we have it, the fourth quarter is wide open now. We have a tie game, 29-29. And the Raiders came into that third quarter down 9, 21-12. So they outscored Jacksonville 17-8. We're all tied up. Jacksonville has it. South Ripley now in a 2-3 zone. Hughes has it. Goes inside to Neal. She spins around. Her shot's up. No good. Rebound out of there to Flood. And they're going to get the foul call. I believe that's going to go on Neal. And that'll be her second. Team fourth foul for the uh, Lady Eagles. South Ripley with it. Again, Jacksonville now, Coach Smith telling to back up a little. They're in a 2-2-1. Ran that 1-2-2 the whole first half, part of the third. Now switch. Cornette with it down in the corner. Eagles aren't trapping out of this. Cornette's going to drive baseline. Gives it to McNew. It goes right through her hands, out of bounds. Another turnover for the Raiders. McNew didn't look that one in. She didn't look that one in, and that's why that's why it took the turnover. It was a decent bounce pass, just didn't look it in. And she was wanting to make a drive before she had it. Meyer now with it. She goes to Hughes. Again, they're working a triangle here on this side. They go inside. That's to Neal. She turns around, and they're going to get a foul call on South Ripley on the spin move. Now, believe that's going to go on Cornette. And I heard some people shouting, saying she was on the floor. She... She's going to get two free throws out of it. The first one's up and no good. She was in the process going to the bucket. Neal with eight points, averages 10. She's now two or three from the line tonight, her second one. It's good. So Neal with nine, 
Jacksonville up a point, 30 to 29. Flood with it goes right side to Opendorf. Opendorf brings it back. Flood with it now. Raiders working it around the perimeter. Not in a hurry. Cornette with it left side. She's going to drive baseline, gives it to Samples. Her shot's up, no good. Cornette gets the offensive board, gives to Opendorf. Her shot's no. Neal comes out with a rebound, and they're going to get a foul call on South Ripley. South Ripley had nice hustle on that play, getting two shots to bat. you got to convert on one of those. Yep, a couple of good looks, didn't get it. That foul was on Caitlin Samples. That's her third now, six team fouls, so Jackson will be in a bonus. Meyer with it. She's down the corner, looks at a three, nothing. Now she's going to drive a little Euro step, kind of blocked away. She's going to get her own board. Tries to kick it up to Hughes, knocked away, everybody going after it, and it's going to stay with the Lady Eagles. A little floppy play on that possession by Jacksonville. Again, they keep the possession, fortunately, but uh, yeah, they uh, clean that up a little bit. So Meyer with it. He's at the top of the key, going to swing it left side. Goes to Heiner, down the corner, wide open is Borgman. Three. Kelsey Borgman now with six points. That's her first field goal, first three. But that's a big one. That'll make it a four-point lead as we approach six minutes to go here. Final period. Jacksonville up by four. Flood with it to Cornette. She goes inside. There's Opendorf. Her shot's up. Rolls around and out again. So Opendorf's had two down and out. It's going to be a jump ball, and it'll stay with South Ripley. South Ripley's going to need those to go. Yeah, if they want to win this game, they got to they got to hit the bucket. They can't get too far behind again. Cornette will trigger it in. She gets it to Opendorf. She'll drive, kick it out to Flood. The sample's in the corner now. She'll take it back to Flood, and they'll swing it all the way around. It's Cornette. Jacksonville in more of a 2-3 this time. Sample's going to shoot a three out of the corner. It's good. Caitlin Samples. She's got 10. That's back-to-back threes for her. They'll make it 33-32. Jacksonville up a point. We're getting to be some entertaining basketball here late, uh, Brian. Sure is. Just what we'd expect out of these two. It's going to be a battle to the end. Got to take care of the basketball. Get your free throws. Hit the open shots. Finish this one out. Hughes has it. Again, they're going against the zone. This working. And now they're going inside. It's Neal. She turns. Shots up and good. So Olivia Neal. She has 11. And that'll put the Eagles up three. 35-32. Neal using that physicality on that finish. Put a little shoulder into her. Not. Not too much, and it worked out. Gave her some separation to hit the basket. Exactly. Just enough separation to score it. Cornette's going to fire three. Left side, good. Lydia Cornette. Lydia has five. We're all tied up. 35-35. It's Hughes back the other way. She's going to drive in, and they're going to get a blocking call on Caitlin Samples, and that'll be a big one for the Raiders because I believe that's going to be her fourth. She's going to be seven, too. She's hit back-to-back threes. She's probably going to have to come out for a little while. So I'll put Reagan Hughes at the free throw line. Reagan has 11 points. She's 0 for 3 now on her free throws. That is one thing that's not been that – free throw shooting has not been very good tonight. It's been a lot of, there's been a lot of missed miss opportunities at the line so far. So Hughes will have one more to put Jackson Bell up a point. 4.48 to go, final period. Her second one's good. Hughes now with 12. She's averaging 13. So 
she was right on it. Jacksonville staying in that 2-2-1 on the half court. Cornette with it on the left side. Back to Flood. Flood will go back to Cornette. Cornette drives. She's going to go up. Her shot's up and good. So a little acrobatic shot by Cornette. She's got seven, and the Raiders go up one. Finish through contact there. Impressive finish by Cornette. Meyer coming back the other way. She's going to go inside to Neal. Her shot's up and no good. Lexi Franklin on the board. And, again, that's one of those point blank. There's been several of those missed. That was no good. Cornette's going to come back down. Drove, kicked it out to Opendorf. Goes to Flood down the corner. McNew looked at it. We're going to get a timeout by Coach McNew of South Ripley. It's going to be a full. We'll step away and take a 60-second timeout as well. You're listening to Country 103.9 WRBI. For 90 years, Margaret Mary Health has been serving the community with quality, compassionate care. Today, that commitment is stronger than ever as they continue to invest in and improve services to better serve the complex needs of the community. Although Margaret Mary is proud of their rich history and all they've accomplished in the past, they're even more excited about the future and their ability to provide outstanding care for generations to come. Margaret Mary Health generations of care we don't sell you cars we help you buy them this is ty fleetwood sales manager at fleetwood chevrolet buick located at 950 north michigan greensburg indiana i want to invite you to visit us at fleetwood chevrolet buick we have greensburg's only drive-in service lane and home of the free old changes for life with the purchase of a new vehicle stop in and give us an opportunity to earn your business thank you for shopping at fleetwood chevrolet buick we don't sell you cars we help you buy them Southeastern Indiana's sports voice is Country 103.9 WRBI. Back here at Jacksonville, we want to thank Georgia's Pharmacy of Medical Equipment, Hurt and Elko, Fleetwood, Chevy, Buick. So we got a good one brewing here. Skyler for the end, 37-36, South Ripley out in front, and they'll have the basketball four minutes to go here in the final period. Yeah, and it's, uh, no one's like I, I, like I said at the beginning of the quarter, no one's been able to grab the momentum in the second half, once South Ripley got made that run in the first, second, uh, third quarter, it's just been a momentum switch, uh, shift back and forth this whole entire uh, quarter. South Ripley now is going to be good to hold it out front. They're going to pull Jacksonville out a little bit. Jacksonville's kind of in a 2-3 uh, here. That thing's kind of extended. It's Cornette with it. They're working it around the outside. Cornette goes down into Franklin, goes through her hands, and she's going to save it. It's going to be a foul call here. So Opendorf had the ball. Hughes came from behind and gave her a push. They missed McNew wide open in the post there, did South Ripley. Uh, he was sitting there, like, calling for the ball. They like, give me the ball, give me the ball. So he had a layup. Uh, luckily, luckily, they were able to hold on to the ball there. Exactly right. She was there. They didn't see it. So they'll bring it back out front now. It's flood up top. Jacksonville's back into that 1-2-2 two, two now, and they're going to trap out of it. So Cornette, she's trapped down in the corner. She finds wide open McNew. This time you got her, Skyler. She was on this side of the court. Maya McNew now with four. And that'll make it a three-point lead for the Raiders, 39-36, as we approach three minutes to go here. Neal, her shot up on the inside is good. So Olivia Neal answering the call. She's got 13 to lead everybody, I believe. And that'll make it a point. 39-38, we're right at three minutes. Opendorf with it. Raiders up one. McNew has it. She tried to go inside to Franklin. It's a turnover. And here comes Meyer. She's going to attack. And there's going to be a reach in as she got there, but I think it's still going to be two shots. It should be two shots. It was a shooting foul. So 
Very quiet night for uh, Julia Meyer so far. Just uh, two points I have her down for. Somehow I've slept right through that to not even see it because <laughs> she averages 13 a game, but you're right, she's only got two. Now three. She had a little foul trouble early, so a lot of that first half she was out. And speaking of foul trouble, Caitlin Samples is coming back in. She sets for about two minutes. She has four fouls. As we're all tied up, 250 to go here, 39-39. Could John Harrell have this, 46-41 or something like that? Okay, he's going to be close, probably. Second one's good as well. So Meyer with four points. It's flood with it now the other way. Jackson Bell up a point. Cornette, a little jumper. It's in and out, no good. She follows to get her own rebound. Battles around, it's on the floor. And we're going to have a jump. And... Looks like the arrow's pointing toward the Eagles. That'll be another turnover for South Ripley. Four fourth quarter turnovers for the uh, Lady Raiders. So 40-39 as we approach two and a half minutes to go in this one. Jacksonville's up a point. Morgan with it. She goes to Meyer. Yeah, South Ripley staying in that zone. Nothing changed. It was choose to back out. So Jacksonville doesn't have to force anything here. They got the lead. Look for a good one. Meyer's going to get it in the paint. Shots up, knocked away on the floor. Taken out of there by Franklin. So, turnover for the Raiders. It's samples up to Obendorf. Raiders down one. Obendorf comes to flood, left side. We're right at two minutes to go now. Obendorf on the inside. Her shots no. She's had a couple in there close. And they're calling a foul on the floor, I believe. It looks like it might be a jump, but call that against Jackson Hill. Uh, yeah, strong rebound by Sophia. Uh, not Sophia Sullivan, uh, Reese Obendorf there. Trying to uh, kind of rip it away from the uh, Jackson Bell defender. So that's just a 16 foul on Jackson Bell. Raiders have it under their bucket. Go to Flood down the corner. Obendorf back to Flood. She looked at a three. Didn't take it. Obendorf's going to get a drive. A floater. It's good. Reese Obendorf. So now Obendorf with 12. Put South Ripley up the point, 41-40, minute 42 to go in this one. Down the corner it goes to Hughes. She's going to bring it back out. South Ripley staying in that zone. and Jacksonville bringing it out, being patient. 132 to go. Borgman had it now all the way up top to Neal to Heiners, and they'll swing it back to Borgman. So they're on the left side of the court, coming top of the key. Minute 20 to go. South Ripley up one. Borgman with it. Neil flashes is going to be a timeout. Coach Smith will take a timeout. We'll step away and take a 30-second timeout. You're listening to Sports Voice Country 103.9 WRBI. Ivy Tech Community College has your game plan for a winning future. From short-term certificates to associate degrees, Ivy Tech offers more than 30 programs in high-wage, high-demand careers, including advanced manufacturing, business, healthcare, and information technology, flexible class options, frozen tuition, career coaching, and employer connections are all offered at the Lawrenceburg and Batesville locations. For more information, email r11express at ivytech.edu. Southeastern Indiana's sports voice is Country 103.9 WRBI. We're back here at Jacksonville for this final minute and something to go. We want to thank SEI Fiber from Southeastern Indiana REMC, Mary Huntington Allstate Insurance, Ivy Tech Community College. Skyler, we got a minute 16. South Ripley up a point. Jacksonville with the ball. What are your thoughts? 
Jackson Dell is going to have to get a little more aggressive last uh, this time. Uh, last possession, they were they were too aggra- they were too aggressive as they were just kind of attack. They went they tried to uh, attack the zone when they have the lead. And South Ripley wasn't coming out. They forced the shot last possession. Now I think this time they're going to have to actually start forcing the action here. Next, uh, they got plenty of time still, but they still need to start forcing the action here as the minute it gets the clock runs down to a minute or so to go. Hughes has it, and off the play, it was a set play for Hughes. You see the double screen down low. She has a wide open three. Cornette comes out and fouls her on the three. Not a smart foul. That, that was. Definitely not a smart foul. It's one of the better free fouls, one of the better free throw shooters for Jackson Dell. And that's a chance to give uh, the Lady Eagles a two-point lead, possibly. She hits all three of these. So Reagan Hughes is at the line for three. Her first one's no good. And Hughes was just one out of four going into that one. She's now one out of five, and she's right at 70% on the season. So 41 to 40. Still has two more. Second one's up. And it's short, spins in and out. So she'll have one more. Try to tie this thing. If Coach Smith had any hair, he'd probably be pulling it out right now. We're all in this free throws tonight. So the third one's on its way, and it'll roll around and go in. So she hits that one. So that's one she needed to get to tie this up. 13 points for Reagan, right on her average. It's 41-41. We just went under one minute. The Lady Raiders, Lady Eagles, Opendorf with it. She tries to go middle. It's taken away almost by Hughes, but great play by Flood to keep it alive. And we're going to get a timeout this way. Coach McNew's going to call a timeout for South Ripley. It's going to be a full timeout. We'll just take a 30 so we can get back here. So we'll step away for another 30. You're listening to Country 103.9 WRBI. Need a provider who really listens to you? Someone you can trust and know will answer your questions? The family physicians at Decatur County Memorial Hospital promise to listen to your concerns and are committed to giving you the personal attention you deserve. To make an appointment, call 812-222-DOCS or request an appointment online at dcmh.net slash request. Decatur County Memorial Hospital. The quality care you want close by. Southeastern Indiana's sports voice is Country 103.9 WRBI. Back here at Jacksonville High School, we have 49.1 seconds to go. We're all tied up. 41-41. Lady Raiders, Lady Eagles. We want to thank Decatur County Memorial Hospital, Gearing, Batesville, Chrysler, Dodge, Jeep. Skyler, your thoughts as we head into this final? Oh, we're in for a good last 50 seconds. Everything there. There's been multiple times where teams have had an opportunity to grab grab hold of the lead, and they really haven't been able to so this evening. Jack Mill had a golden opportunity there, shooting three free throws, and they were only able to convert one, tying this game up. So really, we're 41-41, anyone's ball game at this point. So we'll uh, see what happens to Jack, not Jack Mill, but South Ripley holds possession here. And samples are triggered in. She'll get it over to Flood. Again, we were 49 seconds. Floods dribble on Jacksonville. Man to man this possession. Haven't been there all night. They're switching up top, chasing everybody. Open door with it. She's going to bring it back around. We're at 34 seconds. There's a back cut by Flood. Nothing there. Sample, she's towing the line. She's going to fire it. No good. Flood got the rebound. Put back, no good. So Sample's towing the line at the three. Missed it. Flood's going to have two shots. 
So Flood's going to go to the line. She's one of two tonight, got eight points. You look at the free throw shooting, Skyler. South Ripley's just five of six. Jacksonville, 11 of 19. And that first free throw is no good. We kind of mentioned that earlier. You always talk about it. Hit your free throws to win. Jack Nelt had many more opportunities. They, this game could be a lot further, uh, a bigger separation if Jack Nelt was able to convert just a few more free throws today. Flood's second free throw is good. So Flood gives the Raiders a one-point lead. She's got nine. Jacksonville has it. It's Meyer. 25 seconds to go. Jacksonville down a point. Take it into the corner to Heiners. Right inside to Neal. She spins and goes. Skyler, that's one thing you mentioned. Eagles get it, pound it right inside. So Neal's going to go to the free throw line. Yeah, she's needed to touch every single possession. That I'm surprised they haven't gotten it to her more. She's been there in the cash cow uh, for them with 13 points. So she get her, get it inside to her. And she's one of the better free throw shooters on this team, and she converts the first one. As you said, she hits that one. Give her 14. We're all tied up. 42-42. 19 seconds to go. And the winner of this is going to punch their ticket probably for a tie in the conference. The second one almost came out, but stayed down in, and Neal will come back out as he's doing offense defense. 19 seconds, Jacksonville up 43-42. And they're going to put on a little pressure full court. Flood's going to kick it right side to open door. She's going to drive down. Samples is open in the corner, doesn't take it. Bring it back up top to Flood. Flood's going to drive. She gets all the way to the bucket. Her shot's no good. Rebound inside. Open door. No. Samples with the putback. Caitlin Samples puts it in with 3.8 seconds left. Coach Smith's not happy because they didn't get the board. Great battle underneath for South Ripley. Skyler, we'll just keep it right here. Yeah, that, that was a great hustle by South Ripley, not giving up on the play. They had three, two, three different offensive rebounds on that, uh, on that possession, and that's I think about two offensive rebounds. Hey, Coach Smith got to be—he was guy had to be livid because it's like you got to get the—you got to get the ball, you got to get it because that's the—we're we're only up one, and now giving giving a team second opportunities gives the, the the team that's down more opportunities to get ahead, get get the shot, get points. And the probability show you're going to hit something at some point. <laughs> you're exactly right, and therefore. The- the Raiders made a drive, so Jacksonville was one off of there because they had to give help. The rotations weren't there, and then the Raiders, both teams were crashing the boards. The Raiders had it. Caitlin Samples puts it in. Caitlin now have her with 12 points, puts the Raiders up, 44-43. Jacksonville has taken length of the court. They got 3.8 seconds. As far as fouls goes, any foul for South Ripley, Jacksonville gets to shoot two. Any foul on Jacksonville, South Ripley would be at a one-on-one because they're just at 17 fouls. Uh, so what would I would do here, if I was South Ripley, I'd foul as soon as they inbound. But that's not because you still have to. Never mind. Never mind. So that's a one-point lead, not a two. Excuse me. That Disregard that completely. <laughs> so Neil will trigger it in. South Ripley's going to full-court press. They got Franklin all the way back. Wouldn't be surprised maybe Jack don't try to get it to half court. Nope, they go to Meyer. And the defense for South Ripley gets it out. Neal has it. She's going to get the half quarter. Shots up. It's no good. So this comes all the way down to the wire, and South Ripley wins it 44 to 43. But what a great ball game for both teams. For South Ripley, that would move them up to just one loss in the conference. So what's hanging for that? Let me grab my sheet here. I got all kinds of sheets everywhere. That's going to clinch at least the share of the ORBC. 
So South Ripley will go to five and one. Shaw's currently at four and one, and I believe Shaw's playing Thursday night. So Shaw will happen to get beat. They're playing Rising Sun at home. So they happen to get beat. South Ripley's going to get the conference to themselves. If Shaw wins at home, Shaw will tie South Ripley. Jackson Dell now goes to three and two in the conference. Again, that Shaw team has won nine games in a row. So uh, very impressive season for them as far as we look at the conference. Right now, I'll tell you what, we're going to take a second. We'll step away, take a two-minute timeout. We'll come back and go through some stats. We want to go through the sectionals, several things to go through. So come back. We, uh, we'll we be back. Two minutes, shows the country, 103.9 WRBI. A Maytag washer can handle the tough loads with extra power to boost stain fighting on any wash cycle. The built-in water faucet is ready to give clothes a quick rinse or a long soak. Plus, the deep fill option delivers more water when you want it. Visit Garings to see how a Maytag laundry pair can help you power through laundry day. Garings and Maytag, 316 North Main, Batesville. Batesville Chrysler Dodge Jeep is a proud sponsor of local athletics. I'm Michelle Galk, and at Batesville Chrysler, we value this community and the relationships we've built with our customers. As your hometown car dealer, we understand the importance of staying connected to the community. We commend all our student-athletes and their hard work and dedication. That's why we're proud to sponsor local sports coverage so that fans can stay connected no matter where we are. Remember, you can buy a car anywhere, but when you buy at Batesville Chrysler Dodge Jeep, we can all work together to support the future of this great community. Cecil from Meissen's Family Pizza here. On Monday, January 23rd and Tuesday, January 24th, we will be closed. We're doing some maintenance, cleaning, and general upgrades to better serve you. We plan on being back open at 10.30 a.m. on Wednesday to serve you. Again, Ison's Family Pizza is closed on Monday the 23rd and Tuesday the 24th. We reopen Wednesday at 10.30 a.m. You rely on your Internet service to stay connected, meet deadlines, bring your family together, work and learn from home so don't settle for anything less than the best great plains communications brings you fast reliable services delivered by our high capacity fiber network brought to you by a local provider with over a century of experience call 877-839-9494 or visit gpcom.com to get your home connected speeds and availability may vary by location this is the Post Game Show on 103.9 WRBI with a look at the final game stats and scores from area games. Yep. We're back here at Jacksonville High School where you saw, listened to, the South Ripley Lady Raiders pull off a 44-43 win over the Lady Eagles, and that will assure the Lady Raiders of at least a share of the ORVC conference. And uh, Skyler and I were discussing He's kind of new to the area. There's also a pride trophy that goes around between South Ripley, Jacksonville, and Milan, and uh, that pride trophy goes. It's the last game, I believe, and the pride trophy went over to South Ripley, so they got their pictures taken with that out there. Again, a 44-43 winner. As you look through this, into the first quarter, Jacksonville's up seven to five. Halftime, Jacksonville stretched it out 21 to 12, so they had a nine-point lead going into the half. Uh, second half opened up. South Ripley turned that around. They made the same kind of run, got it back tied up, and we ended up tied 29-29 after three. And then as you go in to that fourth period, back and forth, back and forth, great game to call. And uh, South Ripley again pulled it out 44-43. I'm going to turn it over to Skyler and let him talk about 
some of the numbers for you. Uh, looking at the uh, how many ties there were, I'm counting one, two, three, four. There were six ties in this and many lead changes uh, in the game. South Ripley got down uh, five to two, five nothing early, but uh, would close out the first quarter down seven five. And then in the second quarter, South Ripley would be outscored fourteen to seven to give uh, South Ripley the not South Ripley but Jackson Dell the twenty one to twelve lead. And then uh, Jackson Dell in that second quarter did close out on an eight zero run. And then South Ripley to start the second half started out on a eight to nothing run, putting it within one, and then eventually taking the lead twenty two to twenty one. They would outscore the uh, Lady Eagles in the third quarter, uh, seventeen to eight, and in the fourth quarter it was it was back and forth, back and forth, uh, nip and tuck until late in that fourth quarter, where with under four seconds to go, Caitlin Samples was able to hit the uh, putback, put uh, South Ripley up by one point, and uh, fourth quarter scoring numbers uh, give uh, South Ripley the win. It was fifteen to. 14 in the uh, fourth quarter, and uh, South Ripley gets the win and at least a share of the uh, ORVC title. And a, and, a, and a very good ball, ball game tonight, especially picked up. Second half was really good. Yep, thank you, Skyler. Yes, it was. It was a battle, and it's nothing different that we see night in and night out with these teams whenever they play. Um, yeah, I'll take I'll take scoring numbers. I forgot. You nope, you're good. I'll, I'll, I'll take scoring numbers. Um, for South Ripley, uh, Samples and Obendorf with 12, nine points for Flood, seven for Cornette, and four for McNew on Jackson Dell side, 13 points from Hughes, 15 for Olivia Neal, four for Julia Meyer, six Borgman scored, and two for Sullivan, as well as three for Heiners for the uh, Lady Eagles to round out their scoring. Back to you, Brian. Yes, sir. Thank you. And, yes, a, a great battle. Um, so now the conference is settled pretty much can roll from here and look at these teams heading into next week and a big week of basketball we talked about that uh skyler's still working right now he'll get you a list out on the on the website on what we'll be covering as far as sectional game goes both these teams got the tuesday night draw so they got the long way to go in their sectionals and for jackson dell that's a big sectional over there they're going to be at southwestern shelby that's sectional number 60 seven teams in that They'll play the first night, 7.30 p.m. Again, you can check these times because that's what I pulled off the IHSA, but they may vary. Waldron and Jacksonville will be at 7.30. On Wednesday night, they're at Southwestern Shelby Oldenburg. be playing South Decatur at 6. Morristown will be playing Edinburgh in the 7.30 game. Southwestern Shelby got the bye. They'll play the winner of Jacksonville Waldron at 6 o'clock on Friday night. As far as the Lady Raiders, they're going to head to Switzerland County sectional 45. There are just five teams down there. South Ripley playing that first night. It shows a 7 o'clock start in North Decatur and South Ripley. Winner of that will advance and play Switzerland County, who got the bye game to Friday night. Also on Friday night, the other two teams, it'll be Hauser and Milan in that first game at 6 o'clock. Just to take a look at some of the other area games, where they're going to be, this is basically the EIAC when you throw East Central out of it over there at, at uh, Rushville, seven teams, South Dearborn and Connorsville play Tuesday night in that first game. Winner of that will move out and play Lawrenceburg on Friday night. Wednesday night, going to be a great night of basketball over there. Franklin County and Batesville, I believe they play within one or two points earlier in the season. 
in the second game will be Greensburg and Rushville, and they were the same way. They played within one or two points. Those winners will move out to the second game on Friday. And our other area team, 4A East Central Trojans, Coach Kevin Moore, they'll be at Shelbyville this year, six teams there in sectional 14 on Tuesday night. It'll be Franklin County, Columbus North in the first one. Columbus East, East Central on that second game. On Friday night, Whiteland got the bye. So they'll play the winner of Franklin Community and Columbus North. Shelbyville will play the winner of Columbus East, East Central in that one. And, again, that's a look at all your uh, sectionals. Right now we'll step away and take a uh, two-minute timeout. We'll come back and wrap things up. You're listening to Country 103.9 WRBI. Your local Lennox dealer, Hurt and Elko, is turning 50 this year. That's a long time spent respectfully satisfying the electrical, plumbing, heating, and cooling needs of our customers through unparalleled service and competitive prices. Hi, this is Scott Lamping. Come check out our newly redesigned showroom. We have a nice supply of fixtures for you to see and touch, plus a large inventory of electrical, plumbing, heating, and cooling supplies and parts. Hurt and Elko, your local Lennox dealer, and so much more. George's Pharmacy and Medical Equipment, free delivery and caring for their customers' needs has been their way of business for over 30 years. It's not something new and will always be what George's family values, you and your family. It's easy to switch. Go to georgespharmacy.com and request your transfer or call any of their 10 George's locations. We are here for you. Free delivery before, now, and always. George's Pharmacy and Medical Equipment. Welcome to a place where everyone deserves to be better protected, where technology has your back, where you can have better protection and keep more money in your pocket, where you can have protection for your car, your home, your phone, and even your digital identity. You're in good hands with Allstate. Contact Batesville agent Mary Huntington today. Local Batesville agent Mary Huntington is ready to help you. Allstate and affiliates offer products and services subject to availability terms and conditions. Southeastern Indiana REMC is now offering high-speed fiber internet to its members. Choose from the basic, plus, or premium residential packages with speeds from 100 megabits per second to 1 gig. Prices range from $64.95 to $109.95 per month. And there are no data caps. Get the connectivity speed you need at a price you can afford. Visit SEIREMC.com or call 800-737-4111 to check your address eligibility and sign up for service today. SEI Fiber, connecting at the speed of light. Southeastern Indiana's sports voice is Country 103.9 WRBI. We're back here at Jacksonville for one last time. Again, Lady Raiders are victorious over the Lady Eagles, 44-43. That gives them a share of the ORBC title. It'll depend on what Shaw does, and I'm pretty sure Shaw is playing on Thursday night, so it'll be Thursday before that'll all be settled. If they lose, South Ripley gets it outright. Shaw wins. It'll be a tie. Real quick, I want to throw it over to Skyler. And uh, Skyler, it's a pleasure working with you tonight, by the way. Uh, throw it over to you. Dang. Let you run through the scoring one last time. All right, looking at for South Ripley, the Caitlin Samples and Reese Obendorf tied for the team lead with 12 points. Emily Flood with nine. Uh, Lydia Cornette with seven. And Maya McNew with four for the Lady Raiders. Looking at Jacksonville real quick, uh, Reggie Hughes with 13. Uh, Olivia Neal, Neal led the Lady Eagles with uh, 15 points, also scoring for uh, Jacksonville. Julia Meyer with four, uh, Kelsey Borgman with six, Sophia Solvin with two, and rounding out the scoring, Kaylin Heiners with four 
for, uh, three for the uh, Jacksonville Lady Eagles. All right, Skyler, thank you for uh, keeping the stats tonight, giving us another run-through on that. I want to give a shout-out to Caitlin Samples, the uh, put-back at 3.8 seconds to go to give the Raiders that one-point lead and push them over the top. We want to wish both teams the best of luck next week. Uh, we kind of talk about this here in the area. The teams are all going off for different classes, so you like to see everybody get out, play well, and advance intersectionals and get into those regionals. New format this year, the regionals only one game instead of two. So it'll be played one game regional. Then you're going into a two-game semi-state. So we haven't done that for several it's years. It's more like softball setup. Yep. It's like a softball setup. You're exactly right. So something different to see. You only got to win one game, and you're out of your regional right on into the semi-state. We want to thank very much Jeff Smerdell back at the studio along with Brent Lee. Uh, really did a good job tonight of getting us on. Uh, had a couple problems with nothing on our end. We think it was an app problem, but either way, they uh, jumped to the rescue, jumped right in there and took care of everything just like they always do. So thank you guys very much back there for getting us on. We appreciate everything. Uh, Skyler, if you don't have anything else, we'll get off here. All right, we're good. Yeah, let's you know, close it out, Jeff. Jeff, I mean, Brian. <laughs> All right, we're going to step away. Uh, we thank everybody for listening in tonight. You're listening to Country 103.9 WRBI.